three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you guys are having a great weekend. And uh, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be Monday. So I will just say now, happy Veterans Day to all those who serve and have served. Uh, We cannot thank you enough for your service. So thank you for everything that you do. Um, Now to... (laughs) What a segue to talk about Jojo Rabbit. Uh, (laughs) But... I'm I'm reviewing real quick Jojo Rabbit, uh, the the new film from uh, uh, Taika Waititi, and of course we know him from uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, a movie that I didn't like that much at first. I believe I gave it a B minus. I want to say, but Thor Ragnarok has really grown on me. That's a great freaking movie, and I, I that's something I'm buying. I, I just I love that movie. It's really I, I dig it, but uh, but. I think the movie people forget that he did, which you shouldn't, uh, he was a uh, the director and the screenwriter on it, is uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Freaking love that movie. And don't think that it gets talked about nearly enough. I absolutely adore that film. But the interesting thing about Jojo Rabbit is that this is clearly just an insane movie, <laughs> to put it mildly. Uh, I, I a couple weeks ago when Todd Phillips was talking about Joker, talking about how oh you can't do comedy in 2019. I remember being really pissed off because my first thought was we have a movie coming out later this year about a kid <laughs> whose imaginary best friend is Adolf Hitler. Like really, you can't do comedy in 2019. Maybe you're just bad at it. And the thing about this movie is, first off, the fact it got made and it's alone is insane to me. Because if you pitch a movie about a kid who has Hitler as an imaginary friend, I think if you ask 100 studios that, at least 90 of them were like, nah, we're good. So the fact that this got made at all is incredible. And uh, uh, and Mr. Wittiti... He, he's earned something just for getting this made. That's number one. Number two, it starts an unknown kid. This is his first movie, uh, Roman Griffin Lewis. Uh, this kid is awesome. I, I I can't believe this is his first movie. He plays Jojo. And the thing about this movie that makes it so... One of the many things that makes it so interesting is that uh, this German boy, Jojo, he is just... He's such a sweet kid, but he's a little asshole, though, too. And it's so interesting to watch the movie and watch him just be this Jew-hating little 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 shit. <laughs> and then see him slowly turn into being, you know, a kid. And another thing I really do think we forget, and I'm jumping around here because there's so much I want to talk about with this movie... I think because Scarlett Johansson's been playing Black Widow for 10 years, I think people forget how amazing of an actress she actually is. And let's not forget, in between, you know, Avengers movies, she did Her, she did Under the Skin, which I freaking love that movie. She did Chef. 
Uh, she did Lucy, which I actually really liked. She did Hail Caesar. Uh, Rough Night wasn't great. Ghost in the Shell. Uh, less said about that, the better. But Scarlett Johansson is an incredible actress, and I and I think just because you know, obviously she is uh, very very attractive to put it mildly, and with the latest statement she made about how she should be allowed to play whatever she wants. Obviously, that's fucking ludicrous. Why the hell would you say that? But doesn't take away from her talent. And it was... I don't... I haven't seen Mary's Story yet. Um, obviously, we'll review that when it comes out later on, but uh, later this year. But I... Oh, and Vicky Christina Barcelona. I totally forgot about the movie. But she is someone who really does deserve more credit. And I, I thought this might be her best role. Like, outside of, obviously, you know, Black Widow, because that's the best thing ever. But uh, but as far as her movie roles, this might be her best one. The The relationship between Rosie and Jojo, it's so interesting to see from, see from her perspective as a mom, seeing that they're growing up in Nazi Germany, which is the worst place for this kid to be. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> for this, uh, the worst place for this kid to be growing up in, and the fact that there is no dad around. It's just her and him, and how she has to try to keep that that little bit of innocence he has alive by just being a mom and being and treating him like a kid. Because the outside world, where he's you know they're talking about Hitler every day and training these kids to be you know weapons of uh, weapons of destruction, how she's trying everything she can at home to keep him as a kid when the outside world just wants to use him. And it's a really interesting dynamic that they delve into that I just loved the way that that was absolutely portrayed. Um, what's interesting about this movie, too, is that it starts off like a uh, like a, like a like a Paul Anderson movie. It starts off like something like Moonrise Kingdom uh, or even like, uh, you know, or, you know, something like a, like a very indie movie in that, in that sense. But then it takes this flip when Jojo discovers, uh, Elsa, who is played by, uh, I'm gonna butcher this, Tom, uh, Thomason McKenzie is what I'm gonna go with. She, this is really only her second role. She was in, uh, oh, she's been in a couple movies, but... Nothing too big. Oh, okay. Uh, she was in The Hobbit. There you go. Uh, she was Astrid. But, um, but she is really great in this. And the chemistry between her and Jojo is really... It's very hilarious at first because he's uh, he discovers her and basically says, Hey, you know, if I go ahead and say that, uh, you know, I, I found you. You know, I have a Jew hiding in our <laughs> in our attic, you know you'll get in trouble, but then they'll get me in trouble. And so they kind of barter, and he basically tells her, you know, you have to tell me all your Jew secrets. And so she tells him clearly all this bullshit that, oh, we're attracted to shiny objects, and, uh, you know, we are we don't grow our horns until, like, we're 21, and Jews are able to uh, read each other's minds. Like, all this bullshit that he's writing down, going like, uh-huh, uh -huh, yep, that makes sense. And I was just dying. So I went and saw this with... Um, with Alea, and there were multiple points where we just looked at each other like, oh my god, they just said that. But it's but it's in the best way, and, and I would definitely say if you are easily offended, I would not recommend seeing this, because there were points that even I raised an eyebrow and went, okay, movie, that is, that is, uh, that's ballsy. One of the funniest things in this whole movie is, um, JoJo's running, 
because uh, he invi- he is talking to Hitler, and Hitler goes, "You need to make your mark. You need to be like, like, like reckless. No, like don't even think. Just go, go, go." And so he grabs a stick of dynamite and blows himself, <laughs> blows himself up. And I never thought I would laugh at a kid being blown up in 2019, but it's one of the hardest laughs I've gotten in the last six months. I went, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And it was interesting because. Alea and I were sitting next to this guy, and I wish I'd gotten his name. He was having maybe a funner time than both of us were. This guy was so happy. I, I think he was probably, he'd had a couple drinks, but he was just like, oh my god. Like, at this point, he high-fived me. I was like, yeah, I showed you a rabbit. Like, this guy was so happy. Just, oh, he was so happy to be in that theater. And there was, ha- like, uh, there was a little section of our theater who's clearly the offended bunch who were, like, not laughing at anything at all. So if you were easily offended, this is not the movie for you, just to, just to throw that out there. But, uh, so, <laughs> so Taika Waititi, he plays Hitler, he's a director on this, and he's a producer, and he's a screenwriter on this, and... For a guy who's brown, he makes a surprisingly good Hitler. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but it it works surprisingly well for him. And if there's one complaint I have about this movie, uh, and I never thought I'd say this, I could use a little more Hitler. I, I, I could just use a little more Hitler. A little more. Kind of like Calvo. I just need a little more Hitler. But... What you do get from uh, what you do get from uh, Watiti here uh, in the acting capacity, it does work really well. Him and uh, him and uh, Roman Griffin Davis do have really good chemistry together. There's this whole scene where he's talking about how uh, uh, Elsa went ahead and kind of schools him. They have this one scene where. Basically, she puts a knife to his throat, and he's, like, freaking out, and she got the jump on him, uh, got the drop on him, and and Hitler's talking to her, uh, him, and he's like, oh, man, that was intense, like, what are you gonna do, like, you can't let her read your mind, you have to be careful, and you're sitting there watching this, and just the fact that this, this 10-year-old, 12-year-old, I think he's 10, but this kid is talking to Hitler about killing a Jew, it's just, it, 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 it's, movies are amazing. Like the like, I know I just saw Captain America lift up Mjolnir, but you, the, the, I, I could have predicted that. This was something I went in 2019. Don't think I ever would have seen this. this that there'd be a Hitler movie that's making me laugh as hard as it is. It's got some of the best dialogue I've heard in a movie all year. I thought all all the jokes, for the most part, really do hit. My biggest complaint about this movie, and it's just because I just, I don't like her, and considering what she was supposed to do in this, she doesn't have a huge role, thankfully, but it was still enough to kind of irritate me, is, uh, is, uh, Rebel Wilson. She is trying to not do her Australian accent, and you can just, it's killing her. It is hurting her heart to not be able to do that accent. So when she's trying to do a German accent, it just sounds like a really really freaking terrible German accent and it just doesn't work and it felt like everyone else uh I haven't even mentioned him yet but Sam Rockwell who was just one of the best actors that we have uh working period I haven't watched the best of enemies I bought it I I need to watch it but you know you saw him in Vice he was great he was great in uh in Blaze Uh, he's great in three billboards outside Ebbing Missouri he you know won one, uh, didn't, I believe one 
Wait, yeah, he did win an Oscar for that. Yeah, I, I love him. Um, uh, even the Poltergeist remake, which I forgot I actually saw, was really great. Uh, he's an incredible actor, and so whenever I get to see him in anything, I'm always, I'm always happy. But he played uh, Captain Clinsendorf, uh, uh, and what's so funny about him in the movie is that he's clearly over this. He does not want this war to keep going on. He just seems very nonchalant, like, all right, kids, I'm teaching you this, this, and this. And it, there's this whole gun display that he puts on about how to shoot a gun at the beginning of the movie that had me just in absolute stitches. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, JoJo's whole name, the reason he gets... The, the, the name Jojo Rabbit is because his name's Jojo, obviously. But in this whole interrogation, uh, this whole, you know, camp they send the kids to, uh, this older guy, or like an older teenager, goes ahead and tells him, hey, you know, you're willing to murder for Hitler, and like no fear, no mercy. And he's like, yeah, of course. And he tells him, oh, here's a rabbit. Go ahead and just kill the rabbit. And I, I have a soft spot for rabbits anyways. I think rabbits are just the cutest thing in the world. So I'm seeing this rabbit with big black eyes. I'm like, please don't hurt the rabbit. I'm like, please hurt anyone else, but don't hurt the rabbit. And the scene works really well. And it just shows how, while this movie is funny, it is a funny freaking movie. Do not misunderstand. But I really appreciate that the movie never... Let you forget about the horrors of the of the of the war itself. It it, it really I, I I it's a tough balance to strike. I thought uh, I thought he did uh, did just a great job. I thought the fact Taika did, didn't have either uh, side of the spectrum as far as balance between it being too funny or not taking the war seriously enough. He found this perfect balance. I thought start to finish that. I, I, I admire him for that alone, for being able to pull off that balance. Um, as far as other stuff I enjoy in the in the movie, uh, one of the lines Hitler drops in this movie that I just went, oh my god, when he first discovers a girl, he even tells him, oh my god, you have to be careful. You have no idea how many Jews might be hiding your walls. I was like, oh my god, okay. <laughs> and the movie just, just no, no, no shame in this movie. Another thing Hitler said that just made me actually almost cry, but uncomfortable. He goes, you know, uh, he talks about, you know, one Jew living your walls is better than several Jews using their bat wings, flying down chimneys, hurting innocent Nazis. I was like, wow, Taika wrote that and went, yep, I'm keeping it in. And I just, <laughs> I thought that scene was, I thought that scene was absolutely amazing. Um, the other line that I just thought, uh, and there's several lines of dialogue here that that uh, that uh, that killed me. There's a whole uh, there's a whole uh, interrogation scene with Steve Merchant and uh, a couple guys with him that is one of the most tense scenes I've seen in the movie all year. As far as they're doing like a like a sweep to make sure that no one is hiding or anything illegal is happening in these houses, and oh my god, that scene in particular is just. Oh, it's so nerve-wracking. You're kind of squirming in your seat, going, "Oh God, please don't, uh, don't find the girl." It's it's a really well done scene. I'm dancing around a lot of this movie. I, I know we typically say you know full full spoilers, but I really want people to experience this movie. So I'm actually going to kind of give my uh, final thoughts and grade now. I thought this was so well done, and I have so much genuine admiration. Uh, for, for Taika Waititi, I thought the way he balanced all the tones, 
the way that you never forget where this movie is taking place. You know, you're you're always aware of that. The movie does a good job of keeping that in the forefront, but still giving you time to laugh. And how intense the movie gets, there's a scene that Alea and I looked at each other like, oh my god, there's a scene in a town square, and that's all I'm going to say. And that scene just makes you go, oh my god. Like, it, it is just like a stone hits your stomach. It's, it's an incredibly well done scene. And the way this movie ends, uh, to just the score of the movie, to how it's shot, to... Uh, seeing Hitler dance was something I never thought I would see it, it's there's so much great about this movie and I'm kind of being nitpicky admittedly but I just don't like Rebel Wilson she always bothers me for the most part it was really cool to see something this well made come together the way it did and this will be something that come Oscar season I'm really curious how it's going to get uh, if it's going to get any sort of nominations because it should it really should for as well done. This might be a best original screenplay uh, nominee. Actually, you know, I'm gonna call it right now. I think this will get a best. I think this will get a best uh, original screenplay nomination. It really should because this was just so incredibly well done. And uh, Taika, I, well done, sir. I can't wait for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. But this was this was just a blast. And I actually might go see this again next week after I've seen a. Uh, the other stuff I need to see. I, I, I might make a point to go see this again. I, I really enjoyed this. But uh, guys, Jojo Rabbit, have you seen it yet? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. Go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at NearmanTheFirst. That's N-E-A-R-M-A-N, the first. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real. that's R-E-E-L, O'Neill, and you can go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, uh, Podbean, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Guys, thank you so much for listening. By the time you guys hear this, it'll be Veterans Day, so happy Veterans Day. We'll have reviews up this weekend for, uh, I'm going to go see the Twilight Zone 60th anniversary uh, special, so I'll have a review up for that. And I'll review up as well for Charlie's Angels. Uh, hopefully that's better than the trailers and making it look. But, but uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Take care.